Hi there everyone, it is that Monday again when myself, Richard and Josh from Energy Fitness in Southend just give you sort of like 10 minutes where we just chat about a variety of topics and this week we thought we would change it up slightly because most of the time we have a chat about fat loss related topics whether that's you know sort of like changing body composition or your nutrition etc um, but that's not what everybody comes into the club for sometimes people are here to gain some muscle and body size etc so it's a completely different process as I'm sure you'll appreciate that you have to go through so I tried to do the drum roll there in the lead up to muscle, but you absolutely butchered that, Rich. Thank you very much. I'm not an actor like this. <laughs> Should we really fix that? So today we're going to talk about muscle, muscle gaining. There you go. Um, yeah, so yeah, we talk a lot about fat loss, don't we? So I think today yeah. it'll be good to flip the switch and talk about how to gain muscle, because let's face it, a lot of people come to the gym for that very reason. So I think there's a few things we can really talk about. and. That's mainly training and nutrition, right? We covered recovery last week, which is effectively the same. So let's start with nutrition. Um, any tips that you have, Rich? Uh, yeah, so first of all, a bit like when you're on a fat loss journey, you need to know um, the numbers that you're gonna work to. And for those of you who've either tried to gain size before or tried to gain muscle in any way, shape or form, um, if you're doing the training and you're not getting any bigger, then the chances are you're just not eating enough. Um, so this is one of the, I suppose, generous times when you're training that you can afford yourself some more calories without going too crazy. And if you, if you are fairly new to it, you may have heard people talk about doing a clean bulk or a dirty bulk. And the difference between these two terms is basically where people will try and eat um, relatively clean foods like your chickens, fish, steak, and obviously all, all the carbohydrates to obviously you know get the calories in. And the dirty bulk is using fast food as a mechanism to you know have uh, a lot of calories in a in a normal sized meal. Um, obviously, if you gain too much fat through a bulk, and I've been guilty of this myself, I'm not sure whether you have. Oh, I have. Um, then it it does you, you do gain obviously um, more body fat which you then need to take off um, to get lean again yeah so I think the first thing you need to establish and it's the same whether you're trying to lose weight or gain weight is finding your base your base calories right yep your BMR so when you know what this is and obviously in club we've got the body tracks machine which is pretty accurate in terms of giving you what your base metabolic rate calories would be but there are other um, if you're not in an energy fitness club. There's a million ways, look, there's honestly, there's, I've done so many different calculations, you know, taking your lean mass, taking your normal body yeah. weight. You can go online and you can find loads of different calculators. Um, the one that I use, which I find kind of keeps to the same as every other one out there, is I take my body weight in pounds mm -hmm. and I times it by 15. Yeah. And that usually gives me a point of, of where I'm at. Um, if I'm trying to cut, I'll minus 500 calories. If I'm trying to bulk, I'll plus 500 calories and that'll be my starting point. And I think that is the point. You need a starting point. You know, yeah. you might get it wrong. It might be a little bit wrong. You might gain a bit too much too fast. You might lose. Uh, you might not gain anything. Um, the point is just to start somewhere. And once you've got that start, then you can start tracking and progressing. Um, you've got to test and measure this. So at the same time as when you give yourself your base calories, and then either, as Josh says, add 500 to it, 
what I tend to do is I will take whatever the base calories that either a TDE calculator or body tracks will give. I'll add a few hundred calories onto this and then basically get clients to take, first of all, a belly measurement if it's a guy, because you just don't want to be putting too much fat on around your belly through this bulk. Um, and adjust it from there because if the body weight, the, the idea of doing a bulk is that we should see your body weight go up. It shouldn't stay the same. It needs to go up a little bit. And if you're strength training through this, then that will be a combination of fat and muscle because a bit like when you're doing a deficit, um, you know, you're gonna see the body fat come off and weight come off. When you're going up, it's impossible to not put on a little bit of body fat. Yeah, especially when you're not on those uh, Mexican supplements. <laughs> you know, a lot of people come to us and they're like, I want to get, lose a lot of fat and gain a lot of muscle. Yeah. Um, and the fact is, it's very, very hard to do naturally. You kind of need to, to choose one to be your main goal. Um, I mean, you can recomp and things like that, but if you're trying to gain muscle, you are going to put on a little fat, bit of fat, but you don't want to put on too much. So my rule is, I don't think you should ever be gaining more than one to two pounds a week. No. That's my, that's my personal rule. I think if you're gaining more than that, and it's easy to want to gain more than that, to see the, the scales going up. It's the same as, as yeah. cutting, like, you know, three, four, five pounds. But any more than one to two, that's not muscle. That's, you know, that, that, that's fat. Um, that's water. So if you find that you're going above that, I'd actually bring the calories down a little bit, maybe by about 200, um, and then see how you go with that. Um, if, if you're not gaining at all, up 200. And if you are gaining, just keep it where it is until, in, until it stops. And that's my, my general rule. Yep, I agree with all that. That's, that's what we. That's what I do. You know, sort of measure the belly, measure the weight on a weekly basis. If it hasn't gone up, add a couple hundred calories. You'll eventually find the sweet spot, and that's that's that test of measure. Unless you've got a very firm time frame of a goal, e.g., uh, a photo shoot, or if you're you know going on a bodybuilding stage, but that's not where most of our clients are. Then ultimately, you can give yourself a few weeks of test and measure, find the sweet spot, and then it comes down to your training. And in terms of um, macros, um, you know, the typical, like we covered last week, protein, try and get one gram per pound of body weight. Um, that's a good place to start. And then carbs and fat, you, you can have either or. You know, some people prefer to have, you know, really higher carbs and slightly lower fat. I find that is actually better for, for building muscle. It gives you more energy in the gym and, you know, that, that glycogen can fill up the muscles and, and give the illusion of being bigger as well. However, carbs, that being only four calories per gram, mm -hmm. it's harder to get it in. Fat is nine calories per gram, so it's way easier. So if you are struggling to get those calories in, maybe a higher fat-based diet is better for you. But honestly, it doesn't really matter. Trial and error, what, what works for you. As long as you're hitting that cal those calorie goals, hitting your protein intake, um, the carbs and fat, you can be adjusted accordingly. Yeah, I think you've got to have, like, you've got to have the carbs in there for energy. Um, we were just talking about food and, you know, we've worked with clients, we've been there where you need to input quite a lot of calories and it is quite hard. This is where the clean bulk doesn't really, you know, sort of like help people. You try and get 4,000 calories in a relatively clean food, that's pretty tough going. Um, so using um, some kind of heavy duty calorie shake where you are having protein, maybe even putting some porridge oats in there, um, whole milk, uh, peanut butter, you know, sort of like, you can make a good 1,000 to 1,500 calorie shake. Throw some raw eggs in there, Rocky Star. Yeah, 
in um, in one go, and that just takes a little bit of the pressure off you in terms of the size of the meals that you're, you're going to be intake. And I would recommend doing that over the weight gainer shakes. I've tried the weight gainer shakes. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure about you, but for me, it just doesn't sit well. You know, they, too, you, you look at these weight gainers and you get this massive packet and it's got about six servings in it because you need like four or five of these huge scoops and it just makes me feel uneasy and I feel a bit sick. Yeah. Um, if you are going to do that, I would say half the recommended dose and maybe split the shakes in half. Um, trying to go with more of the natural ingredients, you know, maybe some clean whey protein, some oats, eggs, fruit, like Richard said, um, you're going to feel a bit better personally, but you know. Now, of course, it's not just going to come down to um, the food that we're putting in. You've got to do a bit of training as well. So no way, <laughs> you gotta lift them weights, Rich. Yeah. So what kind of training do you do? Well, so obviously for gaining muscle, it's all about you know hypertrophy training. Um, you know, strength training is great. It, it, it will help build that kind of thick myofibril, that dense muscle. But you know, you want to be focusing on, on the bodybuilding style of training. So the rep ranges I stick to is usually between five to twelve reps. Um, Eight to twelve is the magic number, but I, I, I do I do like a bit of strength training, and yeah. five to eight is still going to benefit you. It's more when you can't start going down to the one to three, it's not that great for building muscle. Um, so yeah, I, I like to do a few warm up sets, and then have a really heavy set to start with the, the five to eight rep range, and then I'll have a back off set, drop it down, and try and hit that eight to twelve rep range. Uh, maybe followed up with a by a drop set, and that's kind of just hitting all the ranges that you need. I find quadriceps and deltoids and maybe glutes um, respond better to slightly higher reps. So as much as a, a 20 rep leg extension sucks, it, it's probably gonna do you better than doing a heavy five to six rep um, set. Um, and also frequency over volume. Um, so a lot of the top bodybuilders, again, they, they're, they're you know, on the Mexican supplement. So uh, they can come in and they can do a whole hour just on chest and do like, you know, 20 sets per, per body part. I find if you're natural, frequency over volume. I think you're better off coming in, doing maybe a push-pull split twice a week as opposed to just going, yeah. doing the bro split of just one body part a day, you know, hitting that body part a bit more often, you know, get in, get out. Yeah, um, I'm very much with you on training. I would train a similar way when I'm well, going through that sort of bulk period. Um, in terms of training splits, you've got to look at how much time you've got. Most people who are committing to a bulk are probably already uh, fairly, been in the gym for a short while, understand that they're not gonna be able to train just once a week. So you've got to ideally be looking at, you know, I would say, unless you're gonna do three days and do a whole body split across each of those three days with at least a day's rest in between, your splits when you go to four days will normally be something like a, a upper lower, upper lower, um, unless you particularly are targeting, you know, I've seen some of the kind of female um, bikini or wellness competitors who might have relatively kind of lean upper bodies and might throw in three leg days and just one upper to maintain what they've got. Um, but an upper lower, upper lower, or if you've got a five day split, you can do an upper day, a lower day, and then you can go push pull legs. Um, and six day, you can go push pull legs, push pull legs, whichever combination you want. As long as you've got that rest period in between, um, you know, whether you're training four, five or six days, You've got splits that you can do to, yeah. and if you, if you if you do prefer the bro split, does it hit in the body part? You know, yeah. have at it. You know, it's about enjoying it as well. There's no right and wrong necessarily. It's more preference. The, the, the only wrong I would say is going online, typing in Arnold Schwarzenegger workout, and then trying to copy that and think that you're going to look like yeah. it. You know, you have to find what works best for you. Maybe you are someone that just has the recovery rate to just be able to just smash 20 different sets on one body part and then and then just leave it for a week. Maybe that works for you. 
maybe preferred to have um, you know, a workout that covers about three body parts per workout. Uh, also exercise selection, you know, get bang for your buck exercises. You know, I, I was very drilled into me when I was young, free weights, free weights, free weights, always beats machines. Uh, maybe as an overall exercise to improve, you know, balance, stability, strength, but for bodybuilding and building muscle, which is what we're talking about here, you know, machines are great. So for example, a fly, a dumbbell fly, if you look at that movement, it has a lot of, it create, you create a lot of tension at the bottom of the movement in the stretch position. But as you come up, that tension is lost. And a lot of people bring the dumbbells together and it's just wasted motion. Um, you, you're targeting the chest from length in the mid range, but not quite that shortened range. Whereas a cable fly, um, yeah, a, a cable fly, you're hitting that muscle through its entire range. The length and mid, and even that shortened position, as you bring the weights together, there's still tension. So even the things like choosing that exercise instead, you, you, you know, you can do a lot less and achieve a lot more. And then, yeah, I think the other things to mention are things like patience, consistency. Uh, you definitely need to be recording your workouts because, you know, as you progress through rep ranges or weights, you need to know where you were at last week. It's no good just coming in and guessing where you were or what your last workout was like. You need to make notes on. Um, how you felt through your workout, whether you felt strong, whether you'd had a bad day and it affected your workout, whether you'd had bad sleep, you know, so all, all of these factors that we talk about in general life come into play through this phase as well. It, it is a complete test of measure. And also, sometimes if you don't feel like you're making any progress, it's fine to step off for a few weeks, and, or if you feel like you've actually gained a little bit too much fat, it's fine to step off and go into a bit of a deficit for a, a mini cut for three or four weeks. Just change the emphasis slightly, um, and then go back and yeah. go back in again. It and, does you good. Yeah. It's the same equivalent of um, you probably heard of a refeed day when you're cutting. You know, when you, your calories are so low, so low, you're, you're eating so little, and just have that refeed day of um, you know up in those calories, yeah. maybe or even for a week. It's actually going to help you. It's going to you know boost everything up and, and reset you and, and, and help you out. It's the same on the opposite spectrum. Sometimes your body just gets to a point where it's just it's not going to build any more muscle. It's just fat, fat, fat. So having a couple of weeks, bring it down, losing that fat. When you come back into that surplus, you're actually probably going to build a bit more muscle than you would otherwise. Yeah, we we both on a bit of a cut now because we had we were fortunate enough to um, towards the end when we had little security checks to do of the club, you know, still be able to use the gym a little bit. Shh, so we've, we've kind of like been through a small bulk, you know. Across we did push-ups at home. We did push-ups um, and um, and resistance bands, um, <laughs> and now we're in a position where we can you know sort of lean down going into the summer because traditionally people want to stay lean through the summer. And then when we start to wear baggier clothes and jumpers um, through the autumn and winter, late autumn and winter, that's a traditional time to you know put on a bit of size. Um, but you've just got to look at where where your year sits and what your goals are. And if you, you if you do truly want to build muscle, you know it's true. I, I always cut each year mostly, mm. and so does Rich because you know I, I enjoy I enjoy being lean for the summer as does anyone. But if your main goal, say you're just starting out and you're in your first couple of years of training and your main goal was to, is to build quite a bit of muscle, just stay in that building phase you know, for, for a year. Just yeah. don't worry about it this year. Um, if you're not too experienced and not too advanced, you, you just want to pack on as much muscle as possible as you start training and start the journey. Stay in that surplus, man. Just do a couple of years. That's the one thing I would tell my younger self. Yeah. I, I, when, when I had no muscle, I tried to you know, cut and show that muscle each year. Uh, I wish I kind of just stayed in that surplus for a few years and I'd probably benefit from a bit more now. So, yeah. 
So that's us on Monday. Um, we will be back next week with uh, another topic to talk about for you. We'll have a little think about it. If you've got any questions, please don't hesitate to grab us in club or drop us a DM if you find us on int- uh, on Instagram as Energy Fitness Southend. Um, you can also see links to obviously our own personal Instagrams as well. We're quite friendly and approachable in the club. You can ask our advice um, whenever you see us. Um, we've only also got our morning coffees over (laughs) (laughs) and uh, we look forward to speaking to you next week have a good week everyone take care bye